listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful week so far. I am actually going to share a personal testimony with you this week, and it is a brand new testimony. I am so excited to share this. So I don't know how many of you know this, probably not many of my listeners, but some of my friends do, so if you are listening, I have been dealing with a severe gluten intolerance for many years. I'm sure I actually have been dealing with it for more than eight years, but for about seven or eight years, I think eight, I have known that I had a severe gluten intolerance. So what does that look like? That has looked like symptoms as extreme as food poisoning when it's really bad. So what exactly does a gluten intolerance look like? That means that I have not been able to eat anything or drink anything that has gluten in it which means nothing with wheat, rye, or barley. And I also have not been able to use any skin or hair care products that have wheat, rye, or barley, or gluten of any sort in them. So I discovered that I had a challenge with them about eight years ago. I had been having all sorts of stomach issues, really, really, really bad heartburn that even with medication, it wasn't really taking care of the issue. And I had had a stomach ulcer previous to that. And I even was getting rashes and things, like just underarm rashes, rashes in random areas. So I put myself on an elimination diet that was really a candida cleanse at the time because I thought maybe I just had too much sugar in my system and I needed to heal my gut, rebalance my gut. So I went on a candida cleanse and discovered that... I was so much better without eating a whole bunch of the stuff that I normally ate. In fact, within about three days of doing that cleanse, the rashes that I had went away and the heartburn completely went away that even with medication before that wasn't managed. And I felt so much better. So initially I thought, oh, I was right. It was just a candida issue. But then after two weeks of doing that very, very strict diet, I started reintroducing things, and what I discovered was that actually pretty much everything was okay for my system except wheat or gluten. So I went through a drastic diet change. I shouldn't say drastic. I had never been a huge bread or pasta eater anyway, but you'd be surprised how many things gluten is in, including beer and Chocolate malts are gluten because malt is actually a barley. So there were all sorts of things that had gluten in them. And even some spices have gluten in it because a lot of industrialized spices will add gluten to keep the spices from clumping. They use it as an anti-clumping agent. So you can end up eating gluten by accident if you just don't know what's in your spices. So Even though it should be really easy, just avoid bread and pasta and those kind of things, unless it's gluten-free, it's actually a lot more complicated than that. So 
initially I thought, well, I feel so much better, but I will not cut it out completely because I don't want to be one of those people that has those really, really awful, dangerous, severe reactions when I have it because I've cut it out completely. So initially I was not eating gluten, but I would cheat just here and there with a few things. And then after about I don't know, maybe about a year of being gluten-free, I discovered I really could not cheat at all anymore. That when I did cheat, I didn't feel very good anyway, and sometimes I felt very, very sick. But it had gotten to the point where even things that didn't really bother me before, like sauces, like soy sauce has wheat in it, suddenly I was really not feeling okay after I had it. I would feel really sick to my stomach. So I just cut it out completely. And I did... I was one of those people that if I had it or if I was exposed to it, I would have really severe reactions. So a few Thanksgivings ago, I was in California visiting family and I had gone out to eat with my family and we had gotten fish and veggies, but they didn't know that I needed the fish without seasoning. Even though I asked for it that way, they gave me the fish with the seasoning and the seasoning that they used had gluten in it. So with the gluten intolerance issue, if I ingested gluten, I would have an almost immediate reaction to it. I could usually tell within a minute or two, honestly, if I had ingested any because my stomach would already start reacting to it. It was really bad. So that particular time, it was such a severe reaction. It was like the worst food poisoning that I had ever had. And I almost went to the ER because my electrolytes and everything were so out of balance after being sick all night that I almost needed to go get an IV. I ended up being okay, but it took me over a week for my stomach and everything to be okay. I couldn't eat solid food for days. It was awful. So ever since then, I have been so extra careful about even having cross-contamination. So here's where it gets interesting. About a year ago, I started having these really interesting dreams. Now, if you've followed my podcast for any amount of time, then you know that I am a dreamer and I've shared a little bit about dreams and we've talked about prophetic dreams. But about a year ago, I started having dreams about eating gluten. Just all sorts of things that had gluten in them. Everything from chicken tenders with breading to cake, you know, just all sorts of things with gluten. And even in the dream, I knew, I'm like, wait, this has gluten on it. So one of the first dreams I had like this, it's actually kind of funny because it included some freaky elements from my past. But in this dream, I was with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit was a person in my dream, but I know that's who that person represented. And they were helping me get away from this crazy person in the dream And we were resting somewhere in this town, and we were in a car, and the Holy Spirit handed me chicken tenders with breading on them. And I remember looking at them in the dream and thinking, this has gluten on it, I'm not supposed to eat this. And then I thought, well, maybe it'll be okay, it's just a little bit, and I do need the sustenance, I could use the protein. So I ate that. Well, when I woke up and I processed the dream, and I realized that that person represented the Holy Spirit, I thought, huh interesting that the Holy Spirit would have given me not just protein or meat, which is a very biblical reference. You know, when you are a baby Christian, you drink milk, but when you grow 
and you get spiritually mature, you eat solid food, you eat meat. So that was a biblical reference, but I thought it was very interesting and kind of odd that the Holy Spirit would have chosen to give me chicken tenders that had breading on them because I had had an allergy to that, you know? And I thought, huh. And then I started wondering, Lord, did you heal my stomach? Like, have you healed me from that? And is it something that I've wanted? Yes, absolutely. I am totally a foodie. I love eating food. (laughs) And not just any food. I love really unique, interesting food. I love exploring food. And I don't really like having any limits on what I can eat. So though I've led a very healthy, wonderful life for the last few years, and actually I have been much healthier with the lifestyle change and the diet change to gluten-free because I was having severe issues with it before. So I was able to get so much healthier not eating it. And I have found so many alternative things. I do not lack in what I eat. You know, I'm even able to make pretty amazing baked goods that are gluten-free. But there are just certain things that I haven't been able to indulge in in the last eight years. One of those things is croissants because I have never seen or tasted a gluten-free alternative to a croissant that even comes close to a real croissant. And I love croissants. They're one of my favorite things. Another thing is donuts. You can have gluten-free donuts, but they're very, very rare. They're hard to find. And honestly, I'm not a big donut eater, but every now and then I just want a maple bar with custard in the middle, you know, or a Boston cream, or I think that's what they call them, the Boston creams with the chocolate and the custard. Anyway, all of that said, I haven't had either of those things in so many years, and I really enjoy them, especially croissants. They're just one of my favorite things in the whole world. But then there's also the added challenge of, you know, I'll go to a restaurant and I'll think, oh my gosh, that sounds so amazing. And then I'll find out, oh, sorry, that has gluten in it. Oh yeah, they put a little flour in the sauce. And so, you know, it's been limiting and I've just believed, Lord, I believe that you're going to heal my stomach someday, that you're going to not just heal my stomach, but you're going to heal my whole system and I will be completely healed of all food allergies And I will be completely healed of all gluten intolerance. And I was never actually diagnosed with celiac disease because in order to be diagnosed, you have to be scoped and you actually have to be currently eating gluten. So that was not something I was ever going to be diagnosed with. But, you know, just in case, I would also say, I, I thank you, God, that you're healing me of any celiac disease and any of its residue. And I did start actually praying that. So I take communion daily, and the communion I take, I don't necessarily go through all of the healing things for my body every time, but I've just had this sense of knowing that God would heal me at some point, especially since I had that dream where the Holy Spirit gave me these chicken tenders, and that was just the beginning because I had that dream, and then I continued to have so many more dreams about eating gluten. Now, was the Holy Spirit giving me gluten and all of those? No. But I just had dream after dream after dream of eating gluten. And I will be honest, for the last year since then, I've wondered, Lord, have you healed me already? I know that you're healing me. I just know that you are. I believe that that was part of what that was about. 
but have you healed me already? I don't know. And I also was not about to test it out because like I said, I had very, very severe reactions to gluten before. Yes, I did say before. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I had very severe reactions to gluten. It was like horrible food poisoning and no one is going to willingly make themselves that sick, okay? I was not going to willingly make myself sick that way. So if the Lord had blatantly told me, you are healed, I have healed you, go eat freely, I would have tried it out. (laughs) But this was more implied, you know? It was a mystery, a question that I had with the Lord. And I'm like, God, you know that I'm not going to just go out and do something to purposely make myself sick. So I'm going to need you to make it more clear or something. And I'll be honest, there was part of me that's like, you know, it'd be really nice to just accidentally ingest it sometime and then find out I don't have a problem because then I wouldn't have to, you know, consciously make myself ill. And if I knew, like if I knew that I ingested it and didn't have a problem, that would be a big thing. So for the last year, I've been having all of these dreams and, you know, I would talk to people about it and I've been eating a totally gluten-free diet, of course. But I kind of would try to test it here and there, not by overtly eating gluten, but by eating things that had maybe a little cross-contamination and just seeing if I had a reaction. And I will say I was pleasantly surprised that I wasn't really having reactions to things with cross-contamination, meaning like they shared the same fryer, because I used to have issues with that. So I was like, okay, there might be something to this, but I'm still not feeling like I want to eat something with gluten and see what happens, (laughs) you know, that would have been a scary endeavor with what I have experienced in the past. So I've just had these thoughts and anytime someone would talk to me about it, I'd say, I know that at some point God is healing me. I know that I will be totally healed and someday I will be able to eat croissants again and I'll be able to have an occasional donut and I'll be able to do this and that. And then I would say, I'll be honest I will never eat gluten again the way I used to. I will never have it as part of my daily life. Even when God heals me, I'm still going to eat pretty much entirely gluten-free. I will just indulge in the occasional croissant that I love or, you know, the donut here or there because I know that overall gluten is not really good for anyone. It can thin your stomach lining, and I know that my body has been healthy without it, so I feel like that's just part of stewarding my health and even my healing. But I'm so excited for the day that God heals me, heals my gut, and heals me completely of any intolerance so that I can eat a croissant again. So I've talked about this, and I've said it in those ways. And while I've been in communion prayer in groups, especially because when we've My friend Shamel, for example, does communion every Wednesday. You can catch it with us. She does it live on I Am Shamel Solomon, her page. And when she does it, she's really focused on healing. So every time I've done communion with her, I've focused on healing. And I've specifically decreed that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, my stomach is healed, my gut is healed, all of my digestive tract is healed, that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am completely healed of all food intolerances and all of their residue, that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am completely healed of all food allergies and all of their residue, and that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I'm completely healed of all celiac disease and all of its residue. 
So I've made a habit of that. And I will say that in October of this year, so about six months ago now maybe, I did, no it wasn't quite six months, about five months ago. So I was at the Glory and Prayer Institute in California and Katie Sousa was preaching and she had us all take communion. And it was for healing and for deliverance and all of these things. And the only communion they had left was not gluten-free. And I was like, Lord, you are not going to let me get sick taking your body for communion. So I took a little cracker that was not gluten-free, but I just took a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of it. And I was like, Lord, I know, I know that I know that you will not make me sick with your body because it is written in your word that I can eat poison or drink poison and I will not be injured. It will have no effect. So your body is not poison to me. Your body is health and your body is deliverance. And I know that I can take your body without consequence. And I did. And there were no consequences. I had absolutely no negative reaction to it. So I was like, okay, but that was the body of Jesus. You know, that doesn't mean that I'm healed all the time yet. I was wondering still, and I was like, Lord, I know that you're healing me. I know that I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ, but, you know, not getting sick off this tiny little piece of cracker that's your body does not mean that it's manifested fully in the natural. I'm still not sure that I should really test that out. And I will say that during that time, I did have some reactions to food because I keep activated charcoal with me all the time. So if I do have a negative reaction to something, I can take that and it'll just get rid of it right away. So I just was like, okay, well, I didn't have a problem with the body of Jesus, but, you know, I did have a problem at that restaurant in Lake Tahoe. So, you know, but I know that God is healing me. I know that he's healing me. I know that I'm healed and I know that I will be able to eat croissants again. So fast forward, I've just had that mentality. God is healing me. I am healed. And at some point I will be able to eat croissants again. And somehow the Lord will tell me that I'm healed. I will just know. He will tell me or he'll make it clear to me somehow. And I will know that it's safe now. I can eat a croissant. (laughs) So I have just been in that mentality for a number of months. And I've still continued to have these dreams about eating gluten. And actually, the day that I experienced this personal miracle testimony, I had a dream that morning about eating gluten. Somebody had given me food with gluten on it. So I woke up that morning and I really wanted brunch. I take a long time to pray in the morning, so it was later in the day and I really just was feeling breakfast food. So I ended up going out to brunch with my mom and her husband, and we went to this place just down the road from me that has a huge variety of gluten-free options. They even do gluten-free waffles. So I was so excited. I really wanted a waffle, and I ordered a waffle, and I ordered a waffle with like a breakfast platter. It had sausage and eggs and all of that, and I ate the sausage and the eggs first and some fruit. And then I move on to this waffle. And I've had the waffles here more than once at this point. And, you know, they have gluten-free waffles, but you do have to ask for gluten-free. So I'm eating this waffle, and these are like Belgium-sized waffles. So they're thick, they're big, and I'm, I've gotten through a quarter of this waffle. And while I'm eating it, I just can't help but notice 
This is so much chewier than the waffle I had the other day. I wonder if they changed the batter. The texture is just different. The waffles I've had here before are lighter and they're crispier and they're not as chewy. Why is it so chewy? And suddenly I had this realization and I went, oh my goodness. I'm not sure that I ordered gluten-free. I think I'm so used to eating here gluten-free that I forgot to specify that I needed gluten-free. Oh my word, I think I just ate a glutinous waffle. (laughs) And I was like, oh boy. But then I went, wait a second. I got nervous for a second, then I went, wait a second. I feel fine. I've just eaten a quarter of this waffle, and granted, I just ate it, but normally I would be reacting already. I would feel my stomach blow up, I would feel really full really fast, and I would just kind of feel a little nauseous. I had no reaction. I felt great. And I'm like, okay, I mean, it could still just be early, but maybe God let me eat this waffle, not gluten-free, so that I would know that I've been healed. And I'm like, okay, I need to make sure it really isn't gluten-free though. I don't think I ordered that way. And I asked my mom because she was next to me when I ordered. And I was like, hey, do you remember if I ordered gluten-free? And she thought about it. She goes, I don't think you did. And I'm like, I don't either. So I ended up going up to the register (laughs) and I told them I may have accidentally poisoned myself that I didn't really know for sure. But did I, I asked them, I said, did I remember to order gluten-free? I don't think I did. And they're like, I don't think you did either, but they pulled up the receipt to double check and they're like, you didn't, that waffle has gluten in it. And I was like, that's what I thought. And they're like, here, we'll make you a new one. We'll make you a new one that's gluten-free. We're so sorry. I'm like, it's not your fault. It's my fault. I ordered wrong. I just totally forgot to say it out loud. But I'm sitting there and the longer it goes, the more giddy I start getting internally because I'm like, Lord, you just let me eat gluten in real life. Not just in a dream, but in real life so that I would know I was healed because I'm not having any reaction. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to have a reaction. And my mom at Thanksgiving has seen me super, super, super sick from gluten. And all that was from was a little bit of spice that had gluten in it. So she sees me eat this quarter of a waffle and she's like, oh my good, oh my goodness, what is going to happen? And she looks at me and she goes, can you just take the activated charcoal now? And I said, well, yes, I can, but I don't want to. I'm like, I'm not feeling sick. I'm feeling fine. I haven't had any reaction. And I'm like, if I take the activated charcoal, I won't know if I've had a reaction because it might soak up everything that I've eaten or at least tone it down. I'm like, I want to know. I'm like, I've been wondering if God has healed me already. And now I will know if he's healed me already. Like if the work has been done in the natural, because I'm like, I think that God allowed me to eat this so that I would know. So she's wary and she goes, okay. And I'm like, look, if I start having a reaction, I'll take it. She goes, okay, I just hope that's fast enough. Remember, she's seen me very, very, very sick in the past because of gluten, right? So all day I'm excited and I'm like, I believe that God healed me. I'm not feeling anything. I haven't felt any symptoms. A few hours went by. I still felt great. A few more hours went by. I still felt great. I'm like, really, I need to give it a few days because I might have not had a severe reaction. But I, you know, some days there are some residuals a few days later. So I give it a few days. You guys, I had no reaction to it. 
And we're talking, I was so severely intolerant that even the little bit of gluten in a spice would make my stomach really upset. I would end up with heartburn and sometimes food poisoning type symptoms. So here I had this huge quarter of a big Belgium waffle. It was basically a wad of solid gluten, right? And I had no reaction, no tummy upset, no tummy upset whatsoever. I didn't even have brain fog. I felt great. It was amazing. So I am praising God for my miracle of healing. And I just want you all to know that he really is a healer. And I know that we have talked about that on this before, but he is a healer. He still heals. And, you know, I've experienced a lot of pretty amazing testimonies in my life in very different arenas, but I had never experienced a healing for myself. And God healed me. I stood in faith and I wasn't being reckless. You know, look, some people might have tried eating gluten a lot sooner than me. I didn't want to be reckless. I knew how sick it made me before. I needed some confirmation or for God to just do it. And he did. He made sure that I knew. Now again, am I going to eat gluten all the time now? Am I going to go out and pig out on it? No, I haven't had any gluten since that quarter of a waffle. Because I know that I'm also stewarding my health and my body and continuing to keep my gut healthy. But do you think I'm going to have a croissant when I get an opportunity to eat a good croissant? You better believe it. And I'm going to have that occasional maple bar with the custard filling. And I'm going to eat a piece of tiramisu. And I'm going to have some of the sauces that I like when I go to sushi at some point. I am going to experience and enjoy some of the things that I love that I have not been able to eat at all in eight years. God healed me. So will I keep a gluten-free lifestyle mostly entirely? Yes. But I will enjoy the beautiful things that I love to eat that God has graced me with the healing to eat and enjoy. God is a healer. He is a healer. And you know, someone asked me, and I want to address this because you all might be wondering. Someone asked me when the breakthrough came or what happened or if there was something that led to it. And you know what? I can't really answer that question because I don't know exactly when the healing happened. I don't know if it was after one thing in particular or if it was a process. But what I can tell you is that I believed that God had told me he was going to heal me in that dream and in the dreams to follow. I know that God is a healer. I know that it is God's will to heal. And I know that God would want me to have a croissant again. So every day, even though... I still was careful about what I ate. Even though I was stewarding my health, I said, I know that at some point I'm going to eat a croissant because I know God's healing me. I don't know exactly when I'll get to do it, but I know I will. So I stewarded that promise from the Bible and end from my dream in faith. I believed. I believed that God would do it. And I stood in that belief. And when I say I believed, I mean, I really believed if I went out with my mom and someone would ask me if it was an allergy or just a preference, obviously I would tell them, you know, that it was an allergy and they needed to be careful. But my mom would go, oh, it's awful. You, It's really severe. You have to be really careful. And every time she did it, I just thought, no, it's not because God's healed me and I'm healed and I'm going to be fine and I will be able to eat a croissant soon. 
So internally, no matter what was going on externally, I had that thought and that feeling. The other thing that I will say is I did pray over it. It wasn't a prayer that I chased after every single day, but I did pray in belief and I took communion and I decreed that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am healed. But there's one other thing that I did and that I have stewarded for the last, well, the last few years, but especially the last year or two. I have really persistently gone after inner healing and deliverance because of traumas that I have gone through in my life, because of pain, because of loss, and anything from my past that needed to be dealt with. Anything that I felt was hindering me, I went after in prayer. And even with someone with me, I've worked with mentors. We've done some inner healing and deliverance stuff together. I have purposely gone through different renunciations for things that I was involved in in my past that I did not know at the time were ungodly, but now I do. I renounced those things. I asked God to deliver me from them. I washed myself clean of them. You know, I pled the blood of Jesus. I repented. I repented for any involvement. And you know what? When we steward our own healing mentally and emotionally, when we steward and choose to do inner healing and deliverance and when we choose to go through repentance and to unravel layers of things that we should never have been involved in like idol stuff now i i don't say that lightly i know you're like well i don't worship idols well you know we probably think of idols as worshiping statues or false gods but honestly idols can be any number of things Anything that takes the place of God in your life is an idol. It doesn't even mean that everything that's an idol is bad, but the way we focus on it. And sometimes things like that require repentance. When I was younger, I also dabbled in a bunch of New Age stuff that I had no business being involved in because I had no idea that it was against God or that it was a counterfeit trying to mimic God. I just, you know, the people that were involved in it talked about God Most of them said they were Christians, so I didn't really know what I was doing. But once you know better, you can do better, and repentance is a big deal. So if you're wondering how to get healing, there is no one way. Jesus never healed exactly the same way in the Bible. He did it differently almost every single time. So don't expect him to do it the same way. But I can tell you that if you steward your own inner healing and deliverance and you choose to be dedicated to the Lord, and to go through the act and process of repenting for the things that were not godly in your life, and choosing to be delivered of things that you might not have even known were a problem in the past. God honors that. He honors the work of inner healing and deliverance, and he honors our faith and our deep desires God wanted me to be able to eat croissants. God knows that I'm going to be traveling and doing work for his purposes. And I wanted to be able to eat without worrying when I did that. He healed me because I had the faith, because he is a healer. It is always his will to heal and his desire to heal. And he healed me because I honored him by doing the inner healing and deliverance work that I needed to. So there's not one way to be healed, but when we do honor those things and we honor God with ourselves and with those things, he honors us by fulfilling his word to us. God is a healer. 
So I just want to encourage you with that today. And I want to boost your faith and tell you, just believe God is good. It might not happen instantly. It might not happen the way it happened for someone else, but God is a healer and he will heal you. Have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next week. Again.